Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and welcome to this episode. This week I wanted to have a bit of a chat about a question I get asked quite often. Have guys come into the training centre, they've done their level three or they've been in level three for a while and they want to get involved in the training side of rope access. So I thought I'd run through what the process is, um, how people can get involved in it and how you can talk to your local training company and move forward on that. So the basic rule is for IRATA companies that IRATA training must be undertaken by a qualified IRATA Level 3 technician. So as a IRATA Level 3 tech, speak to your local company and uh, they can um, bring you in and you can start training. Some companies obviously have lead trainers already and instructors, so it may be that if you're a fly-in, fly-out kind of guy, the company might say, yeah, you can come in, but they're not going to pay you. It may be that they want to use you because they believe that they can develop you as a trainer and then into an instructor. So you need to have that conversation with them. The limits for a level three running training is you can train a maximum of four people. So that can be any level, level one, level two, or level three. And the next part you need to do is you need to complete a document from IRATA, Form 066, which is for a uh, trainee instructor logbook. That needs to be sponsored by an IRATA member company and needs to be signed off by the technical authority or level three that works for that company. It's a little bit of money involved, either the TMC pays for it or you pay for it. And then you'll be issued a grey logbook Looks very similar to the white logbook that you already have, a little bit skinnier. Same sort of picture on the front, but it's grey, and that's your trainee instructor logbook. Inside that logbook, there's a section that breaks down all of the stuff that you need to teach around the level 1s, 2s, and 3s. And there's a section where the person who's mentoring you, so the level 3 instructor or whoever is working for that company, mentoring you, they can sign off when they've seen you competently um, teach all of those parts of the syllabus. A bit further on in the logbook, there's a section where you record all of the courses you've been involved in, the training that you've done, and the numbers. You complete those, how many people you've trained, up to the maximum of four, and what levels they were, and then the uh, how many passed, and that will get signed off by the assessor at the end of each week, so that'll be a record of it. You can accumulate up to 30 hours per training course even if the course goes over um, six days so five days training it's still only 30 hours is a maximum that you're allowed to log in that logbook and you need to accumulate a minimum of 400 hours of uh, training so 400 hours which roughly translates to about 14 courses and once you've got all of the sections signed off that you're competent at delivering all parts of the syllabus you uh, can then apply to uh, become a instructor another form that needs to be filled out and signed off by the company and there's some requirements you need to have a current level three obviously current first aid ticket and met all the requirements as i've just stated and you need to have attended a instructor and assessors workshop in the previous 12 months so that's sort of how that works. Once you put the application in, you will then be invited to undertake a exam. It's an online exam that needs to be take, undertaken at a 
an independent testing house so you'll need to find a location where it is you'll be sent an invite you can find a location and book yourself in for that it's roughly about 100 questions and there is a pass mark that's required which you will uh, need to need to meet uh, that exam is a tax exam so it's all about everything that's in the tax training assessment certification scheme so you definitely need to get your head around that um, all the different aspects of who needs to be able to uh, undertake which manoeuvres and things like that so understanding tax fully is the idea there once you pass that you will be sent out a new logbook this one will be a dark blue logbook and you can start entering any courses that you run in there as a IRATA instructor you can train up to six candidates uh, on your own so to give you some of the ratios here if there was a level three instructor and a just a level three assistant instructor, they could train up to a maximum of 10 people over all three levels. With the training instructor system, you can sign on to that as a level two, but there are some other restrictions. You can only be training level ones and up to a maximum of two. So if there was a level three instructor, he could have six and then a level two assistant uh, instructor could ha add another two but they must be level one so that will give you a maximum of eight on that course so you've now been an instructor for quite a while and you're looking at the next step that you'd like to take uh, another big question that we get asked how do you become an assessor so you've met all the requirements to get your instructors you've maintained that you've trained uh, the required six candidates each year to be able to maintain that qualification and you've attended a workshop each year and it's all been entered into your blue instructor logbook so everything's looking rosy there and now you've decided you want to become an assessor the whole thing about the assessors process is I rather be in a trade association it is a members association so they open up applications for assessors uh, in regions where IRATA and its members believe that they need more assessors so it's not as if they open it up constantly for anybody around the world and uh, it can be to a certain region for example I'm down in Australia and recently there was a an application opened and it was for any potential candidates who were based in Queensland uh, Western Australia and New Zealand because they were the three regions that Arata had identified needed more assessors so you've got the instructor qualifications, you're a current level three, you're meeting all of those requirements, the application goes in. There's an interview process that happens with head office, so with the Arata head office, they do a interview and make sure you meet all those requirements. So you've met all the minimum requirements. Um, the big one being that you must have been a level three for a minimum of six years. And there's the interview happens they're happy with what they what they hear at the interview process and then you move on to the next stage so the next stage is the tax exam for assessors not dissimilar to the tax exam for the instructors same process you need to go to an independent testing house and undertake that test the pass mark is 80 percent there's 100 questions so you need to get 80 of them or more correct obviously have a full understanding of the tax you're successful you pass that and then you move on to the uh, to the next stage with the with the exam before you move on if you don't pass 
the exam or you don't pass the interview, that is the end of the process for this uh, particular intake for you. The next stage after the exam, you are invited to attend a level three um, assessment. So there's a list of uh, requirements you need to be able to meet. It's basically ticking all of the level three rescues off in in an eight hour period. And the main difference being that there will be two IR2 assessors will be present in that training venue. It could be that there's quite a few candidates going for it at the same time, trying to organise it, that it can all be done at the same time, obviously up to a maximum of eight, which is a requirement for our other assessors. You go through there, um, doing all of the things correctly. Uh, the other big difference with this particular assessment is you are allowed one minor discrepancy. If you uh, get a second minor discrepancy, then that will constitute a failure. Obviously, one major discrepancy constitutes a failure. If you are unsuccessful on the first attempt, you are invited to have a second attempt at this. If you are successful, you move on to the next stage. If you are unsuccessful, you will have to wait till there is another uh, invitation in your region to apply to become an assessor again and go through the process again. Once you pass the practical component, dates will be set for a course uh, the assessor's course is run over seven days and this is where two or three experienced assessors get to run the course and they teach you how to assess i've been involved in this process quite a lot i've run a few quite a few of these courses with the training manager at irata um, before the training manager was at irata we run some together and I've run some with uh, other individuals around the world as well. Maybe we'll uh, have a chat about with some of those guys and get them in and we can talk about some of those courses that we run. But now it's a seven-day process and we teach you how to assess. My advice for anybody who's coming in on this and they get to that stage, a lot of Level 3 instructors believe that they know how to assess. They've seen a lot of assessments. Um, They believe they know a lot of it. It can be quite humbling to a lot of individuals once they're thrown in there. Um, There are candidates all over the place doing uh, the different rope access manoeuvres and they realise that there's some aspects of the assessing that they didn't really understand and have a a full control of. So yeah, definitely um, be ready to, uh, to learn some new skills for sure. Once you pass that assessment... There are, um, this is being worked on at the moment. There are some processes that you will need to go through. Uh, They're looking at bringing in a new system for then getting signed off um, to assess. But the course, since it was previously run, it used to be five days, it's now seven days. It was felt that those extra couple of days were required just to make sure that the individuals are up to speed. Once you're successful and you become an assessor, maintaining it is reasonably straightforward. You need to assess a minimum of 20 candidates in a 12-month period, that being from April to April, the UK financial year. And you need to have attended a assessor instructor workshop and obviously maintain your IRATA Level 3 and your first aid qualification and carry a current insurance for your assessing business. So that's pretty much how that works, uh, taking you from I'm a level three, I want to become an instructor, all the way through to become an assessor. If you've got any questions, please reach out to us. Find us on Facebook, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. It'd be great to hear from you. And uh, if there's anything else that you want to chat about, 
let us know and uh, we'll happily put a podcast together. Anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.